everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trusted Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. Will, how you doing, man? Doing well, Steve. Doing well. We are here through the first full preseason week of football, so we've got to have a full weekend of football in the rearview mirror here. Yeah, we did. Um, and I don't think we walked away with any major injuries, right? No, there may have been some camp ones um, yeah, around. I don't remember seeing many skill players, at least. Like, I know there was like a linebacker that I watched during the Eagles game that got hurt, uh, but he was a depth guy and is a defensive player. Right. Uh, Kendra Miller went any... down in a game, right? Yeah, that was a knee yeah, injury. I think they're thinking he'll be back um, for but... like one, though, but. Yeah, nothing like substantial. Yeah, so that's always good when you walk away from. Yeah, you know, you're one week and you don't have any of the injuries. Um, and yeah, and a lot of a lot of the young receivers looks good. So that's always good to see some of the rookies, you know, getting out there for the first game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's solid. I didn't watch any of it. Um, my my mom actually, I was talking to her on Sunday. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I watched the end of the Eagles game." And I was like, why would you watch the end of the preseason <laughs> game? <laughs> that's the worst part. Yeah. Oh, man, that's great. It's funny. Um, but yeah, we got a, uh, yeah. a mock draft here today, Will. Yeah, 12-team full PPR. It'll be our uh, last full PPR mock draft uh, before we do a couple of dress rehearsals for our own leagues coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, so next week we'll have uh, the 10-team draft that'll prep for your personal league. Um, mm. And then the week after that, we'll have the, uh, the 12 teamer to replicate our, uh, our work league. Yes. Um, so yeah, in the meantime, yeah. not that there's a huge difference between a half point and, and full PPR. Um, no, some but minor it does, things, but you know, change a little bit of the, yeah, the way that the, the league will have everything set up. Yeah. Yeah. Some minor things here and there. Um, but yeah, we can get started. Um, I am in the four. Uh, Will is all the way back there in the 11 spot. Mm-hmm. Um, way down here. Uh, yeah, indeed. So uh, we can get the ball rolling. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Christian McCaffrey, and Jamar Chase went off the board first. Um, and that combo makes me think that I don't, and I'm not sure if I've drafted out of the 104 in any of the drafts we've done. Because um, I don't recall being in this position. It's interesting because I think the score, not scoring, the. Um rankings are a little different too i mean we have austin eckler much further down than we saw him in sleeper yeah um which is interesting uh, because like if you look at the the adp line it says tyreek is adp7 and eckler is adp4 like it's almost like inversed yeah so i don't know yeah i don't know um and also i'm i'm wondering if maybe i was in the four and drafted cooper cup before who are now Maybe I am not considering that. because of the injury. Um, that's a possibility. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. You named him. Uh, I think Eckler's the guy I'm going to take my shot on. Uh, it's between him and Tyreek. And, you know, part of me is thinking about Kelsey. Um, but I want to see... I want to play around with a strategy here. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'm going to play around with a strategy and see if I can... Uh, see what my team looks like by the time I'm done. It's not going to be anything crazy. I just want to play around with it. And Eckler makes more sense for that than Kelsey. So we're going to lock in Mr. Eckler, get my running back off the board. Uh, Cooper Cup does go. Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, Travis Kelsey at the 108. Uh, Garrett Wilson up there at the 109. Wow. Um, and then we got... Moving S- on up. Yeah, we got Saquon right before you. 
Yeah, um, it's interesting seeing how the ADP is a little different here. As you mentioned, a couple of those guys go earlier. I'm trying to like go through and see who we normally see. Um, Svan Diggs still on the board, probably, you know, maybe slightly behind where he's usually going. B. John Robinson's probably the biggest one that is a little lower down than we've seen. Um, everybody else, you know, Jonathan Taylor has been falling. So looking at the, the players here, Diggs would be the pick for the receiver for me. Uh, I think CD's you know, rising uh, maybe on some boards. We've probably seen him more at the beginning of the second round, but they have him nine here. Um, and then Bijan and Chubb would be kind of the running backs I'd be looking at. So I'd be okay with either one, but I do think Stephon Diggs you know, is maybe kind of in a little tier by himself there um, ahead of some of the receivers. So I'm going to go ahead and grab him first. Uh, Bijan goes next, and then C.D. Lamb. I kind of figured Bijan was going to go, but I was more than okay here grabbing Nick Chubb. Uh, full PPR, so you know that I think in theory hurts him a little bit more in this league. But I, I feel like you know we're seeing it across the industry that a lot of people are anticipating him him getting a lot more caches this year. This year, no Kareem Hunt, and, and really no kind of other running backs of note that I think are going to steal too much from him. So. I've been taking him, you know, all over the place. I've got him in one of my dynasty leagues. I think he is due for a really big year. And being able to start a draft with Chubb and Diggs is um, pretty solid. I think high floor, high ceiling guys at two of the most important positions. So locking that in. After Chubb, Pat Mahomes, we got our first quarterback off the board. Tony Pollard, Derrick Henry. Devontae Adams, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Keenan Allen going up here. I think we've seen him more in the third, so him jumping up into the second. Yeah, yeah, that's a, an interesting jump uh, for sure. Um, how many wide receivers have we had go off here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, um, 12. So, or I will be 12. Um, it's a. Uh, I, I like my options here uh, at the wide receiver position, Jalen Waddle. I like Waddle, Chris Olave, Love Olave, Devontae Smith, solid as well. Um, Jonathan Taylor down here. Um, mm-hmm. That is, uh, that's interesting. <laughs> Just seeing his name down here. Um, obviously, I'm sure that's a, uh, has to do with all the recent drama. But uh, I, I think I am, I'm going to keep a balance on this team. And Olave is the guy I want. I'm happy with him here. Um I don't think, you know, any earlier, like I think you're picking him above like Adams, maybe like if the team eight, instead of going Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. Malave, like you're probably drafting him ahead is really close to his ceiling, I think. Um, but me, I think I'm drafting him in a good spot where he, uh, he could still outperform his ADP um, realistically. So I'm comfortable with him as my one. Um, uh, Carr has looked good in his uh, preseason uh, debut. So we're going to lock in Mr. Olave here, get my first uh, wide receiver. Josh Allen does go right after. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Jalen Waddle finally there at the 212 to start the third round. Jonathan Taylor in the third round. Wow. Um, Jalen Hurts and Ramondre Stevenson. Um, so that's cool. Jonathan Taylor and Justin Jefferson on the team. Same team almost would have been unheard of last year. Yeah. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Um, that's a good comp. You know, Josh Jacobs, you know, mm-hmm. we're focusing a lot on Jonathan Taylor, but Josh Jacobs would make it some noise and him down here in the 211 is uh, yeah. seemingly a good value as well. Yeah. I mean, you got those two are kind of two of the guys that we're seeing with like the pseudo holdout um, that aren't practicing. We'll see about 
uh, was it J.K. Dobbins was the other one, but he was cleared and activated. So see if he reports. But I know he was a little unhappy about his contract as well. Yeah, yeah, he's interesting. Um, so here, this is where I hate trying to do something in a draft because Mark Andrews is screaming out at me right now. This is a, mm-hmm. you know, this is a great spot to grab him. Um, but that's not really what I was wanting to do. So I'm, I'm going to try to avoid it. And uh, I am between either Devonta Smith or DK Metcalf. Uh, and I think I like Metcalf's upside more as being like the actual one for his team um, and a touchdown machine. Devonta Smith, you know, me and you are both plenty high on him this year. He's got plenty mm-hmm. of upside to him. Um, there's also a world that the return of Dallas Goddard hurts him. Um, and you don't see the, you know, the fire that he was, you know, uh, last year when, when Goddard was out. So I'm going to lock in Mr. Metcalf here as my second wide receiver. Um, and we'll see what gets back to me. We have Mark Andrews go right after, uh, Brees Hall, Najee Harris, Devonta Smith, Amari Cooper, and Travis Etienne. You're back up. All right. So top if I'm looking at the board here, T Higgins is the, the best value there and, I, I'm not super high on him this offseason, um, this draft season, but from like an ADP standpoint, this is a pretty big fall for him down to, I guess this will be like 35. Um, if we look at some other receivers, Ridley, Godwin, Debo, Judy, um, it seems like, you know, they're maybe Ridley is someone that has like a floor or ceiling to get up there, but Higgins, I think, has a really good floor. So I don't know that I'd take any of the receivers here over him. Um, looking at you know the tight end, we had those top two go, so I'm not really considering any of the rest of them here in this three four turn. Running backs: Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Jameer Gibbs. Um, Gibbs would be the one that I'd be looking at out of that bunch. Uh, and then quarterback, we've got all of the ones outside of the top three. And um, at this stage, I don't think I'm going to. You know, Lamar's is enticing, but I think this stage I would be sticking with those kind of onesie positions here. Um, working the way the ADP works, I think I'm going to go ahead and grab a T. Higgins, and I you know, anticipate I should be able to have Jameer Gibbs get back. We'll see um, at this turn, but you know, I, I like what T. Higgins could be. Um, so no, there you go, Jameer Gibbs and Joe Mixon go. So that's you know part of the risk of trying to uh, you know go off of ADP. You're going to have players and people that take things that are a little unanticipated. Um, not you know loving a ton of the running backs here. Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Madison Walker are all solid. You're not uh, loving Miles um, Sanders? Is that the great injury? Mean, not, or? Maybe not right here. Okay, okay. I, I feel like just at this point, there's still some really good receivers. Calvin Ridley you know, has a ton of upside there. Like this would be a spot where if I was going running back, it would probably be Miles Sanders. Maybe you know if I, you know an Alexander Madison, but I think. Yeah, the, the groin injury hurts a little, but I think I'd rather go with one of these receivers and like a Calvin Ridley, I don't take a little bit more of an upside shot there, you know, given that I've got some really good stability with Diggs and Higgins and I'm you know, really confident in Chubb. So, uh, I, you know, I think we both usually like to strike balance if we can, but I do like some of the running backs a little further down um, in this draft. So. I'm going to go ahead and grab a, a third receiver, you know, kind of see what a more receiver-heavy build looks like. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Calvin Ridley um, as my third receiver here. 
after Calvin Ridley, Jerry Judy, Kenneth Walker, Lamar Jackson, Chris Godwin, Joe Burrow, so a couple more quarterbacks, and Aaron Jones, back to you. So I have a, a bit of a, a problem in that I was I was wanting to use this pick to grab a wide receiver or a running back and just balance my team out maybe. Um, I was thinking mm-hmm. Miles Sanders. I am kind of scared about him with the groin injury. That's never fun. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Debo Samuel's here. Still. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that seems just like an incredible value. Um, at the back of the fourth, I mean, his ADP is uh, 38. So that would be, according to, to Fantasy Pros, so 38 would be uh, the beginning of the fourth, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like he was... At least, I guess it's sleeper. He's drafted in the third, I think. Um, I don't recall ever seeing him in the fourth. Like I'm looking at no. him now, and I'm shocked that he's here. I think that's a, another fall that we see with T. Higgins. He was going right around that, you know, two three turn, and he got all the way to the end of the third. Same thing with Debo. I feel like he was probably more at the end of the third, early fourth, maybe at most. Yeah, it just it's very interesting. Um, so I don't think I could pass that up. Olave, Metcalf, and Debo could be a huge uh, get for me at the wide receiver position. So I'm just going to lock him in. I don't like that's, but that's really surprising. I'm happy with that, man. If that was my real draft, I'd be through the roof. Um, mm-hmm. We had TJ Hawkins to go, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Sanders, Drake London, Terry McLaurin, and uh, Christian Kirk. So a little bit of a run on the, the wide receivers there. Uh, six picks, four wide receivers, uh, which is fine by me. I will go ahead and strike at my uh, quarterback now because uh, that is something that I was planning for. Uh, we do have Fields, Herbert, and Lawrence. Uh, this is the decision that I still haven't quite made yet as far as like who do I like more, Fields or, or Herbert. Uh, Fields, I, I think, has a higher upside. Herbert really good upside, but probably safer, more traditional quarterback. Mm. Um, you know, fields in the preseason, we didn't see anything. I, what, uh, the stat I saw, he's had seven air yards, I think. Really? Yeah. Something like that. He's got like 120 passing yards, but only seven hours from the air. And that's because <laughs> people take these screens and, and yeah, a lot of short passes. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, that's cool that they're capable of doing that, but it's kind of worrisome as well, you know? So, I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I'll play it safe, and I'll uh, I'll draft Mr. Herbert there. Um, get my quarterback done. So that's uh, part one of. Um, I'm liking how this draft is shaping out. Because and I'll tell you, I'm a, I'm okay telling you. Well, because I don't think you're gonna f- screw me over. But I want to see what my team looks like if I draft a quarterback in the middle and a tight end in the middle. Um, okay. Because as I told you earlier, uh, I am now worried about Dolchitz because the reports out of camp aren't great. And without Dolchich, yeah, I think we've been seeing that. Yeah, and like, and now Chig is kind of gone, and that's like, okay, well, your late ones are like, Kemet for upside, like mm. Higby could be the two. Like, there's other ones out there, but it's it's not great. You're not seeing that guy with the you know monster breakout potential late. Um, maybe Kincaid. Um, but so I'm kind of worried about that. So I wanted to see what the, the, what the team would look like if I drafted maybe a quarterback in the five and a tight end in the seven or something like that. Um, yeah, but I'm also now curious what my team will look like with a hero RB where I drafted Eckler in the first and I'm going to wait, um, and see what kind of values there. So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with how things are shaping out on my end so far. Famous last words. I'm sure. Yeah. That's how it always is. Right. Um, and it's interesting. I was 
kind of hoping that one of those quarterbacks will get back. And there still is one kind of in the tier here with Trevor Lawrence still there. But um, a few running backs I like, especially given that I've only got one with Madison, James Conner, Shad White, all right here. Um, and Brandon Ayuk is a guy that you and I have both been high on. And I think man, he could take a big step forward and he would be my fourth receiver. So I am torn as to what to do here. I, while you have gone quarterback, I think I may just pivot and go with the the running back receiver combo again here and um, see what it looks like in that seventh, eighth round. It it is a little riskier as, as, you know, I'm sure more tight ends are going to go between my sixth and seventh pick and, you know, Lawrence will be gone. So I'll be committing to kind of that late er quarterback choice, but uh, just being able to load up at these onesie positions it just it is really valuable. Um, this is what two receivers and two flexes, I think, for this league, right? Yeah, it's our normal uh, R format, which I guess for a reminder gotcha. for everyone would be uh, two wide receivers, two running backs, uh, one wide receiver tight end flex, and one wide receiver running back flex. Everything else is normal. Yeah, um, and just given that being the case, uh, I'm going to go ahead and grab Brandon Ayuk here first, and then we'll see if. If any, if, if I'm not happy with the running backs that go, um, and luckily neither did. So Mike Williams and Kittle both go, uh, man, still tempted here to go with the Trevor Lawrence, but then I feel like you and I would be pretty much fighting here for the running back scraps at toward the end. Um, yeah, we'll try it out. I, I do like Madison acres, Connor, but I do think there's decent running backs to be had later. And, Given that Lawrence is really the end of that tier of guys that I like, I'm going to go ahead and grab him here. Um, so get my quarterback out of the way, Trevor Lawrence. Alexander Madison next, Deontay Johnson, Cam Akers, Darren Waller, Michael Pittman, and Javante Williams. So that went poorly. Um, <laughs> Madison Akers and Javante would have been all of the the uh, running backs that I wanted. Um. Dobbins, how you feeling about him now that he's back? You know, if he's healthy, I don't think I've considered drafting Dobbins since his rookie year. <laughs> like, yeah. it just—he's so far removed from my mind as far as like existing. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. He now that he's cleared, let's give me some time to remember he exists, and then I'll yeah figure out where he soak goes. it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's tough. Like James Conner, tons of volume. Obviously, mm. he's the only guy there, but the offense is likely going to suck, at least until Kyler gets back. Um, you know, a little bit of an injury history, kind of worrisome. Rashad White could be like the new hotness. A lot of people are liking him for like a breakout campaign, uh, breakout-ish campaign. No one's expecting him to be mm-hmm. like a top five running back or something, but, you know, beat ADP. Um, you got Alvin Kamara, who I, I don't think I'm in love with. His efficiencies keeps going down year over year. I, you know, his pass catching could keep him relevant. It should keep him relevant. Uh, it's just yeah, kind of worrisome. Plus the suspension. Eh. Um, Montgomery mm. solid. Uh, Swift. I mean, I'm curious your thoughts on Swift because the Eagles backfield is quite confusing and it doesn't seem like Swift is uh, getting much love. I, what do you, are you drafting no. Swift or? I bounced back and forth this offseason, but I, and, and, and I know I've gotten him late um, with, with Shad Pendy, um, Kenny Gainwell in, in previous drafts. 
I'm leaning more and more toward either avoiding it or just taking like Gainwell much later. Swift seems like they're using him as like more of a third down back, but it's I they really are rotating, and the fact that all of them played tells me that none of them is like clearing away the guy. The, the you had the second team offensive line, second team receiving core, second team quarterback um, start the game, and then you know obviously your third fourth team comes in, but all four running backs played. Uh, maybe maybe not Boston Scott, but. Like all four of three of the the main ones that we're thinking could be the one they all played in this game, so I am I think unless he continues like falling further than this, I'm avoiding him just because I think I'd rather get like Penny later or Gimel later because I really think it could be any of them. Yeah, it reminds me of the Eagles a few years ago, and I think it was uh, maybe Jordan Howard Sanders. Boston Scott and someone else. They had like four guys mm-hmm. and they all had relevance from, you know, game to game or something like that. So I'm I'm increasingly with you of like avoid or get Gainwell or, you know, if so whoever is late, you know, if Swift ends up falling to like the eleventh round, sure, I'll take a shot, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. it just depends on the late guy, I guess. Um my uh my delaying tactic really didn't work. I still don't really know what to do. Um You're hoping that someone Someone was available that wasn't available just a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, that's that was the hope. Um, so yeah, it didn't really look out. You know, I'm I'm looking further down the line. I'm warming up on James Cook as being an interesting option. Um, I'm warming up on Pacheco uh, being a pretty interesting option as well. Um, but it's hard to pass up like the guaranteed volume of of James Conner. So I, I guess this is the risk of gear going hero RB. Um, and yeah, the risk of combining this with the strategy that I'm pigeonholing myself into of like I, I want to grab a tight end as well like normally i'd probably go running back running back right now and take two shots but i want to get my tight end so do i just wait yeah in theory i could i guess it depends on who's coming so i will play that game i'm gonna draft two of the three teams behind you need a tight end they do no, yeah, yeah so one you're, you know you're guaranteed to have a, you know one team doesn't go on but yeah possibility of this other two uh, i guess i'm gonna draft i'll draft a guy and then you know the next pick what we'll the you know, if no tight ends go i'll probably just roll the dice see what happens but um even making that decision i don't know who the guy is um i think i'm gonna go with the volume of james connor to start and see how things play out so we'll lock him in we have J.K. Dobbins, Kamara, Kyle Pitts goes, uh, Mike Evans, DeAndre Swift, and uh, JSN. So for tight ends, that leaves Goddard, Ingram, Firemuth, and Joku. Where'd Waller go? Damn, Waller went. He oh, went man, I focus yeah. so much on the tight end or the running backs. Oof. Oof. Yeah. That hurts. I, I feel like, yeah, and like seeing Dulcich, he's we talked about like dropping there. Don't feel like there's still a handful of guys in this range that I don't mind. Like your Goddard, Ingram, Fryermuth, and Joku. Like I'd be fine with any of them. Schultz, I feel like I'm warming on a little bit. I mean, if you need to go with that like emergency, you know, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth guy, uh, Colcomet, Higby. Like I'm uh, even though Dulcich is you know, getting hit, I think, value-wise. I still think there's other guys here that I think are fine to get later in the draft. The problem is I don't want fine, I want upside. 
And like yeah, I see yeah. that with Goddard. I like Goddard. I like Ingram yeah. and Friar moves okay, maybe. And Joku I yeah. I like as well. But like Schultz yeah. Schultz is not have top five upside. No, um, no. Higby in a PPR he scores twelve touchdowns. Exa- yeah, of course. And that's the qualifier for any of them. You could have a yeah. Robert Tunyon like year yeah. and be relevant. Um, you know, maybe Higby could get way up there mm-hmm. through a, in a the PPR. Portland. Looking at all these other receivers, who's going to be the two? Maybe it ends up just being Higby. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, Chig, you know, all the metrics in the world, but uh, as we talked before, like that offense hasn't supported two weapons. So, like, he's kind of mm. dead. Kemet could, but he's kind of the same story. Um, for some reason, people are high on Gerald Everett again this year. It seems like every year they throw out Gerald Everett and it just never happens. Yeah. So, I'm not interested. Um, Jawan Johnson's not bad, but. You know, Foster Moreau coming in there causes a problem. Jimmy Graham is now there for some reason. Um, Kincaid has a lot of upside if he could pull it off, but you're rookie. And then you go down to like Hayden Hurst, Irv Smith, Trey McBride. Like, they don't have that upside. You know, maybe. No, there is no maybe. I don't like I don't I don't see it, and that's the problem. So mm. right now I would love to go with a running back and grab like my plan was grab James Conner and then pair him with like Pacheco. So you get a, mm. uh, a steady volume guy and then an upside guy, or James Cook, get an upside guy. Um, but I'm going to play with my original strategy. I'm going to draft Dallas Goddard, grab myself my, uh, get my tight end and just see what the team looks like at the end. Um, Deshaun watching goes, George, P- George Pickens, uh, Rashad White, Dalvin Cook, Jordan Addison, and Kadarius Tony. I can't believe his ADP is still seventh round, but okay. Yeah, it is wild. Um and to see him go ahead of Jahan Dotson. Yeah, like, well, that's unbelievable. Like, Dotson is, is I really want to just go two running backs here, but it's hard to not. It's hard to Jahan pass him Dotson. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so good. Um, running backs, Dave Montgomery, I think is a nice safe option. And I kind of like pairing that with James Cook, similar to what you just did with your running backs. Um, there's not a ton of other running backs here that I love Pacheco, as you mentioned, you know, it's another good upside guy. Um, so I think what I'll do here is I'm going to go Montgomery first, you know, knowing that cook and, uh, and Isaiah Pacheco, one of the two should be there. If not, I'll have, go ahead and take John Dotson, but want to get at least one of the running backs here. And you know, given that I think there's two upside guys and one safer guy, I'm going to take that one safer guy here. Um, and the team behind me, has uh, three running backs, only two receivers. So I anticipate them taking at least one receiver here. So we'll go David Montgomery first. Um, Traylon Burks and Dak Prescott. So not the ones I was expecting there. Interesting. Um, hard to pass on Dotson here, but I yeah I do want to get one of these younger running backs that has more upside available to him. So James Cook's going to be the guy for me here. I think. The injury there to Naeem Hines, it's opened a lot up. And I think it's going to come down to touchdowns. We talked about it with tight ends. For him, I think he's. we're going to see James Cook get a lot of work, but is he going to get vultured for touchdowns? Looks like he has two guys there um, that could be taking a lot of the touchdowns there with Damian Harris and Latavius Murray. Uh, but if he is utilized even you know somewhat at the goal line, he, I think, has that huge upside. So I'm going to go ahead and, and grab James Cook here. Um, after I take James Cook, Pacheco goes next, Dotson, Cortland Sutton, Tua, and Michael Thomas, and Rashad Bateman. Yeah, not in love with the fact that Pacheco went. Um, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. 
that's a shame. Um, but uh, what can you do? Cortland Sutton here in the eighth round is interesting too. Um, got some new news on him recently that uh, he looks good. You were the one that showed that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I forget where I saw that, but they were saying he's looking really good in camp. And I don't know if I saw anything about if he, and he probably didn't even play in that preseason game. But yeah, I don't think he did. Yeah, but yeah, good notes from him so far. Yeah, looking like he was uh, finally. Uh, fully healthy after the uh what was the acl mm-hmm. tour i think yep acl yeah, yeah yeah um so here we are um i have been burned at the running back position to a degree but again we're doing some hero rb stuff like this is what happens so yeah. i think i know my targets and i'm, I'm uh, brian robinson has somebody that has kind of come on my radar recently um so i'm bouncing between him and antonio gibson right now and I'm not sure which one I should be picking. Um, do you want to go with the the PPR pass catching upside of Gibson, um, or you know the you know first and second down and, and maybe touchdown the role that Brian Robinson gives you? Um, I am not sure. You know, I'm trying to think of like a uh, new offensive coordinator that's come in. And it's like okay, well, what we can learn from him? And it's like, well, you look at Kansas City, you know, running mm-hmm. backs, you can't learn anything from them. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to lean. I, I was immediately going to say I'm going to lean on the side of talent, which would be Gibson. But, you know, that's not really fair to say to Brian Robinson, given, you know, he was shot uh, yeah. last year. But I think Gibson he still came back and crazy. And played. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And, you know, hats off to him. Um, I do think he mm. is more at the end of the day, more like bland. Like he might be a good average mm. running back, but I think Gibson He's not gonna be the PPR option here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gibson's got more flash and you know, if they're gonna get creative with that offense and they're gonna need to, because they're not a great team, um, I think Gibson's gonna benefit from that. So I'm gonna go ahead and lock in Mr. Gibson first. Uh and then we got Brandon Cooks, Odell Beckham, Daniel Jones goes that uh Finishes off the eighth round. Rashad Penny at the start of ninth. Juju, AJ Dillon, and then I will take Mr. Khalil Herbert. Um, I am happy with that. Looking at the other options, I'm not going to do Brian Robinson, obviously. Um, Samaj P. Ryan's interesting, but I got, you know, Khalil Herbert's a realistic shot at being the one at this point. Jamal Williams, no. Charbonnet is of interest, but that backfield is increasingly becoming one that I just don't want to play with, with the injuries and the Pete Carroll mm. and everything else that goes on there. The Pete uh, Carroll of it all. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to lock in Mr. Herbert makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. Uh, Jamal Williams, Jacoby Myers, Brian Robinson, Gabe Davis, Samaji P Ryan and Quentin Johnston go off before your next pick. All right. So we have some of the tight ends still available that I'm happy to see. Um, a lot of the running backs went, unfortunately, so that is a bummer. Um, I, I think, yeah, you got Cole Herbert. He was the one I was looking at, figured he may be gone. Jamal Williams, I think, was somebody that would be a good kind of plug-and-play um, late in the draft with the injury to Miller and the three-game suspension. Um, Miller you know, isn't healthy for week one, and even if he is, we think we're going to get you know a few weeks out of Jamal as likely the lead back. Um, so good to see all of those. Um, but I am pretty content with a couple of the tight ends here. So I now debate, do I, you know, go with one here in the 10th round, um, since the team behind me has one already, or do I wait another 
round and, and go ahead and grab another running back receiver combo. Um, the receiver I'm looking at here, I'm going to take uh, is a flower still sitting here. You know, the last kind of of those top tier rookies available. Um, and you know, feel really good about him as my fifth receiver. You know, give it, he has some time to kind of get it coming to his own and hopefully we'll be able to see him step up. Um, but don't really love a ton of the running backs here. I've got Derek McKinnon is an interesting option. Devontae Chain um, further down. Tyler Algier, I think, is going to be good. Um, and more depth, guys. So I think I'm just going to, man, because I was going to look into an Evan Ingram, but having Calvin Ridley already, I don't want to have too many pass catchers there with Trevor Lawrence. So Pat Fryermuth and Joku would be the ones I'd be looking at here. Um, and I've been rising a little more on Pat Fryermuth. I, you know, I think we do see the backup tight end that they drafted there. Um, it seems like he's going to, you know, be, I think people are just a little scared of him from a Fryermuth perspective. But I do think that offense is going to take a step forward. We talked about how their offensive line has gotten better. So I think, you know, if he can just move up a little bit, you know, with from a touchdown standpoint, I think that's really going to help him. And he is a guy that I think really has that top five upside. So I'm just going to go ahead and grab him because I don't really like a ton of the other guys here and just make sure I lock that, that position down. So Friar Muth here in the 10th, Jamison Williams, I'm uh, sorry, Elijah Moore and Charbonnet uh, went on the turn there. Charbonnet would have been someone I considered um, had he still been there instead of Friar Muth. But after take fire with Jameson Williams, Devon A. Chain, Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, Sky Moore, and Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, so this is where things get interesting. Where like when we were looking at uh tight ends for my pick when I went with Goddard, mm-hmm. the names that we had read out were uh Goddard, Ingram, Fryermuth, and Joku. And here I am three rounds later, and Ingram and Njoku are both still here. Still there, yeah. Now I don't think either of them have the same upside that Dallas Goddard does. Maybe in Joku, because Joku could be the mm-hmm. number two for that team. Exactly. Um, That's the, so, the potential there. So maybe I'm lacking the, the upside by going with them instead of Goddard. But, you know, to grab a uh, uh, a running back there instead, uh, Rashad White, Pacheco, James Cook, you know, that plan that I had discussed back then and then getting like an Ingram, Evan Ingram now or a Joku now is probably more favorable. Um, so interesting to kind of look back on that. Um, I want to take a look at the wide receivers because I haven't drafted one in five rounds and I probably yeah, should. in a little while. Yeah, but you know, when you have Chris Olave, DK Metcalf, and Debo Samuel, you know, I don't... Pretty solid. You got a pretty solid crew. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, we'll take a look. We've got Nico Collins, Ronald Moore, Alan Lazard, Tyler Boyd, Zay Jones, Darnell Mooney, Adam Thielen. There is no one here. Romeo Dobbs. Uh, that's interesting to a degree. Um, but wow, this is uh, this ain't good. Good. Yeah, I'm glad. Pretty happy with my five. Seeing the landscape there. Yeah, for real. Now you know, I'm happy that I have my three. Um, but if mm. one of them, like uh, I don't know, Debo Samuel gets hurt. Uh, I am uh, suddenly not looking all that great. So I'm going to go with a safer option because of that to start. Um, the question is, who is the safest option here? Because I'm, I'm bouncing between Alan Lazard, who knows Rogers, 
has a path for being the two on the team, has historically got a lot of touchdowns. Um, and Adam Thielen, who is a volume monster, has a path to being the one on the team, but it's going to lack the touchdown upside. Um, I think I'm going to go with Thielen. I think, but I have no reason to really tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of a feeling. Um, I don't, maybe, hooked on a feeling. Yeah, yeah. My, and I, I might actually be more to do with like the success he's had in the past compared to Lazard, whose success has been like decent but not consistent and not to the levels of Thielen. So it might actually be the past that's kind of blinding me. Yeah. Too, but um, I want to lock in Mr. Thielen there. Get a depth uh, guy that should, at the very least, get a lot of volume on a bad team that's going to end up throwing a lot. So uh, you you could have uh, worse situations. Uh, we have Damian Harris, Joku, Devin Singletary go to round out the 10th. Um, to start the 11th, we have Elijah Mitchell, Jalen Hyatt, who I've seen some hype about wow. recently. Um, have you seen, hmm. have you seen anything on him? No, yeah, no, I haven't heard too much about him. Has there been some beat reporters? Yeah, yeah, I've heard some good things out of camp. I was like, oh, it's it's going to be the Waller Hyatt team, and everyone else is oh. playing second fiddle. Um, yeah, so you know, not that I dove into that too much, but uh, I found it interesting because it's the first thing I've heard of him since back in like May when the reports were bad. So yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, hmm. oh. Good to know for our dynasty team. Yeah, yeah, indeed, for real. Um, Tyler Algier goes next. Uh, we'll take a look. Are there any interesting running backs here? Jalen Warren, uh, Deontay Foreman, uh, Bigsby, Kendra Miller. Um, I I feel like I should be drafting. Break, breaking news. Okay, okay, okay. Patriots are signing Ezekiel Elliott to a one-year six million Wow, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Wow. How about it? There's uh, everyone waiting on the Ramondre. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knew that uh, they were going to bring in somebody. Yeah. I don't. It's probably not the worst, right? Maybe Dalvin would have been worse than that. Yeah. You, uh, you, you know, take away some pass catching, take away some touchdown work. Um, yeah. But I think we always overestimate these late additions at the running back position when it's a big name like you'll see yeah. whoever get added to this team carlos hyde ends up in you know miami wherever team and it's like oh yeah, how does that impact this person it's like oh it doesn't because it's august they're doing it because somebody got hurt this dude's old and busted yeah. and that's why they're not on a team to begin with um yeah do we think that he We'll see any meaningful AP change, I wonder. Like, you got to think some people are going to start drafting him. Is it going to be worth it? What do we think his value would be? I don't there? think it'd be worth it at all. Um, no. Maybe you push Ramondre down to the part where it would be uh, like a good value for him. Um, yeah. But my initial reaction is would Zeke even get along with Bill Belichick? Because, like, Zeke's. We will find out. Yeah. Like, Zeke seems more like of a. I don't know. Like, a free-spirited like if if i were to you know say zeke's gonna tell the rookie you got to be at practice every day on time or tell the rookie screw practice i'm assuming he's gonna say screw practice yeah you know and that ain't gonna fly with bill belichick so i, no. I find an interesting pairing but no i don't think it's relevant from a zeke standpoint maybe it pushes Ramondre down it creates a value but i'm not overly concerned are you no no i don't think so i think it's interesting because I've been trying to figure out like which of these free agent running backs, you know, 
just by themselves have the most value. And then where they end up, you have him, you have Dalvin, you have what, Fournette. Um, is there somebody? Kareem Hunt. So, like, are any of them going to sign and actually have value? Or are they really just going to hurt the person that they're signing with? So I think value standpoint, well, Dalvin Cook, I think, is different. Because I think he's still quite talented. Um, yeah. But Fournette and Hunt, I think they would hurt. Like, if... Mm-hmm. If uh, Hunt went back to Cleveland or Fournette went to Cleveland, you know, both guys are good pass catchers. I think you hurt that pass catching upside that people are seeing in Chubb. You know, if they go to mm-hmm. Arizona and suddenly Connor doesn't have 100% of the shares anymore, he's not getting all of the work. You know, you take a couple touchdowns off Connor and even like whatever, 15 passes, like it doesn't have to be a lot. Like in that offense, it's not great. That's going to hurt him quite a bit. So certain situations, yes. Um, But, you know, if Fournette signed with uh, like Green Bay, I wouldn't be worried about Aaron Jones. Not that I'm drafting Aaron Jones anywhere. Yeah. Um, Or like San Francisco, like CMC is the dude. Um, You know, maybe with like uh, the Raiders, you sign with the Raiders, maybe that tells you something about Josh Jacobs. Maybe. I don't know. But Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, what is what does it say about the other guys? Like when we see Ramondre, he's not doing anything to hurt himself. So, you know, you're getting depth there, but he the team is still fully behind him. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh so coming back to the mock. Um there's one running back that, well, I mean, there's a couple of running backs I like, but there's one more that I want to add to this team. Then I think I'll just pound wide receivers the rest of the draft. Um, I feel like I'm going to make you mad because I'm betting you're wanting a running back and I'm betting you're wanting Kenny Gainwell, but I'm going to go and grab Kenny Gainwell. Yeah. Like, this is a great spot for him, right? 11th round. Yeah, it's a good spot. You know, this is where you throw the dart. Um, so uh, I'm going to lock him in there. Kendra Miller goes. Evan Ingram there, finally. 11.06. Jalen Warren, Nico Collins, Dolchich, and Dalton Schultz. Yeah, a couple of the running backs I was looking at there. Unfortunately, going off the board, so I'll probably be looking a little further down at some of these guys. Uh, at this point, I think I'm really just taking shots on some of the rookies. Uh, Tank Bigsby, Roshan Johnson, um, seeing if any of them can hit. Um, there's not really, I mean, you have the right Jante Foreman there, but I think we both mentioned that we like the rookie better um, there in Roshan. Claude edwards layer, another interesting option. You know, Samir White, maybe if you want to take the shot on him. Um, from looking at receiver, Alan, or Alan Lazard still here, someone that, that I think we both were higher on. Uh, Romeo Dubs, we talked about him as a, an option as well. Um, so if I'm looking receiver, they would be the guys I'd be looking at if I wanted to get a, a more depth piece. But um, at this point, I think I'm just going to go ahead and grab those two rookie running backs. Um, we'll go ahead and get Tank Bigsby here first. And then Foreman goes next there. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Roshan Johnson and just... At this point, I'm looking for more upside at the running back position. I've got three. I want to get guys that could break out. So, Zay Jones and Deontay Foreman go at the turn. Um, Cole Komet goes right after me. Tajay Spears, Chuba Hubbard, Kirk Cousins, Ezekiel Elliott. Someone must have also saw the news there, Team 6. And Alan Lazard. Yeah, so uh, now that I'm a little bit further down, even though I'm looking at the same players, I feel like my picks are a little bit easier. Um, 
I don't love the idea of having two players on what is going to be a garbage team. Um, but I do think Rondell Moore is a value here. Uh, in the 12th, maybe not a value, but a good dart throw. Uh, in the 12th round, you know, huge uh, uh, number of uh, targets that have been vacated with Hopkins leaving. Um, not that I think that he could take the number one position, but you know, Hollywood's also had some injury history. So maybe he ends up the de facto one. Um, and if not, he could be the two for a team that's going to end up passing a lot and could have Kyler Murray back there passing. You know, if Kyler Murray ends up starting the season or misses a week or two, mm-hmm. I think Rondell Moore in the 12th round is a pretty good value. Um, so yeah. I think that's a good upside shot for me there. I'm going to lock him in. Um, and then I'm going to hope that uh, Romeo Dobbs gets to me and he does. Uh, DJ Chark. Jerome Ford, Tyler Higby, Geno Smith, uh, Chia Conquo, Gus Edwards. I am back on the clock. Been getting nothing but good repo- reports on Romeo Dobbs all offseason. Um, mm-hmm. He seems like the main target for Jordan Love. Whether those targets were worth anything or not, who knows? But they'll be going his way in a PPR. That's solid. You know, I like that over Darnell Mooney or Tyler Moore, uh, Tyler Boyd, uh, Michael Gallup. Donovan's people Jones like nah give me Dobbs he is uh, far and away better than everyone else in this tier so I will lock him in there Kareem Hunt goes uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire Dalton Kincaid in the 13th round that's solid value um, yeah Darnell Mooney Gerald Everett and Isaiah Hodgins you're up with uh, your final two picks are coming up here well yeah Hodgins was someone I was interested in too so that's a bummer I, I, we were you were just talking about the reports that it's the Waller Hyatt show but I feel like Hodgins is like the only guy with size in that receiving core. So I do think that he's going to be able to kind of separate himself from how he can play standpoint. Um, so bummer to see him go off the board and um, Clyde also off the board. Uh, if I'm looking at the running backs, someone that I feel like at this point is just so like so far down, Michael Carter in New York. I mean, I think we're all, you know, hoping that, we have Brees come back and he's fully healthy and he's good to go. But if that is delayed at all um, and they don't end up signing a Dalvin Cook and it's Michael Carter, you know, Brees coming off the injury and then the rookie coming in, Michael Carter could have regular carries and, and has a path to be at least decent. Um, this late in the draft, there's really no other running backs that I like. So, Dude, I totally forgot first. about him. <laughs> I know, right? Everyone's it's so. Uh, um, uh, who did they draft? Uh, uh, Banana Kanda. There you go. I was going to say uh, yeah. someone else. Um, yeah, everyone's so focused on Banana Kanda and what he could contribute. You've forgotten that, you know, Michael Carter, you know, kind of like Brian Robinson, not the greatest running back in the world, but he was a solid average yeah. running back at one point. And he's a good pass catcher. So yeah, I think, well, well, he could be involved there. Um, yeah, so get him, um, and then if I'm looking here, I'm just going to go for you know more of like an upside shot in general, um, and that's going to be a guy in Rashid Shahid. From what it looks like here, he's dealing with a groin injury, uh, but that's as of two months ago. I haven't heard anything recent, um, so that would obviously be something you know closer to your real draft. You'd vet out and, and see, but he's an upside guy that I, I like, and just getting another receiver here because I'm not really thrilled about the rest of the running backs that are available. So, Chichahid on the team with the last pick. Um, Rogers and Aaron Rodgers and Irv Smith go at the turn there. And then Cordell Patterson, Chase Brown, Leonard Fournette, 
Tyler Boyd, Zamir White, and Anthony Richardson. Really late for Richardson. I was tempted to take him if that was yeah. if he would have got to me. Um, yeah, it, it is very. We'll talk about it afterwards. Very interesting to see the quarterback differences between here and sleeper. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to take my shot on Van Jefferson. You know, we've talked about him before. Could be the two on his team. Cooper Cup currently hurt. You know, he was the other guy I had highlighted there. Yeah, it's a, a fun dart to throw. Um, looking at the list. Uh, there's no one else. Nah, not really interested in anyone else. So we'll go ahead and lock it. Mr. Van Jefferson. Um, my grade is in Will and I got a B. It is coming up. Mine has not loaded yet. I still have a reload here because it still looks like you haven't picked on my screen yet. Ah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. We can give you a moment here. While you do that, I'm going to count how many teams uh, went two uh, quarterbacks here. Just curious what they're doing. So uh, team one did. Uh, Team two did not. Team three did not. I am team four. Uh, Team five did. Team seven did. And team 12 did. That's actually quite interesting. Well, it's a lot. They had one that's only four. Oh, only four. Why, all, why I think it sounded like you said more than that. No, no. Well, because I was reading off a bunch that didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, actually. So, okay, okay, that's yeah, only four, which actually would make Fantasy Pros a near perfect replication for our yeah our uh, work league. How about that? Yeah, that is interesting. Um, all right, so I got the draft game. What do you think? If you had to take a look, what do you think Fantasy Pros would rate it? Uh, so, looking at your team. Um, Huh. Well, you drafted a lot of players that suck. Um, <laughs> Roshan Johnson. Uh, Michael Carter is probably a zero in their books. I'm going to give you a B minus. A minus. Oh, 90 out of 100. <laughs> so they wow. clearly like Michael Carter better than you thought. Yeah, clearly. Wow. Wow. Well done. Well done. Um. So yeah, let's go ahead and give the, the rundown of the teams. Um, so I am, uh, again, out of the four, Will is out of the 11. Um, we must be, I must be drafting ahead of you in every draft because I feel like I am always reading my team off first now. Um, I think so. You have always been I, I ahead think, of you. Just reading yeah, ahead of me, technically. Now, for your third draft next week, you're drafting out of the eight, right? Out of 10? Uh, yes. And I'm going to be your dad, which you said was what, two? Two. So yeah. we'll still be in that role. Okay, cool. That's just going to continue. The de facto. Yeah. So uh, my team in the fourth round, uh, Justin Herbert is my quarterback. At running back, I got Austin Eckler, James Conner, Antonio Gibson, Khalil Herbert, Kenneth Gainwell. At wide receiver, Chris Olave, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, uh, Adam Thielen, Rondell Moore, Romeo Dobbs, Van Jefferson, and at tight end, Dallas Goddard. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty good team. I mean, I can't. Looking at Olave, Metcalf, and Debo, man, that is a uh, that's a hell of a starting wide receiver group. That's going to scare some people. Um, in a typical like hero RB faction or fashion, like it, it's a little concerning dropping from Austin Eckler to James Conner, which I guess you could say the same for you, right? Dropping yeah, from Nick Chubb yeah. to, to David Montgomery, like that's just how it is. Um, I don't mind how it looked out, how it looked with you know drafting my plan of, of drafting. Herbert and and Goddard there and, and around the five and seven, but you know as I said, you know I think I like this team more if I drafted James Cook in the seventh round and then got Njoku later. 
um, something like that, or you know, even ran another round and got Evan Ingram later. Um, or if I knew it was going to play out like this, maybe instead of drafting Justin Jefferson in the fifth, I draft Geno Smith in the thirteenth. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's it's a huge uh, difference. Um, so yeah, there's some things I would do differently, but I don't hate it. So uh, I got ranked as a B. I don't think that's fair. Maybe like B plus. Um, but overall, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. How about your team? All right. So I've got Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, Nick Chubb, David Montgomery, James Cook, Tank Bigsby, Roshan Johnson, and Michael Carter at running back. Receiver, Stephon Diggs, T. Higgins, Calvin Ridley, Brandon Ayuk, Zay Flowers, and Rashid Shahid. And then Pat Frymuth at tight end. Um, was ranked a 90 out of 10 for a minus. And I do like the team. I, I kind of wish, you know, Jameer Gibbs would have gotten back and I could have gotten, you know, him there um, a little bit ahead. But it makes me realize that I think there is kind of a tear break there, you know, at the end of the third round for running backs. And I just, I really would feel better coming away with two running backs in the first three rounds, barring somebody else like really falling. You know, those kind of, Three, even Travis Etienne, I think, you know, is, is, I guess he's better than most. But yeah, like Jameer Gibbs, Etienne is kind of like the end of that tier. I mean, I don't mind Joe Mixon. Um, I know you're a little down on him, but like Walker, Aaron Jones, Miles is fine, but I'm, you know, taking him probably more in the fifth. Like, I, I would much rather want to come away with two of these big running backs in the top three rounds. I would like this year more of doing a hero RB because I like, you know, I feel like the dead zone's been pushed back a little bit. I think there's mm-hmm. some good value with like Matson acres. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pacheco, James white. Like there, I think there's a lot of solid options. You could fill out a team with it at zero RB, but then you got to take your quarterback and your tight end in the middle or at least or one of them, one in of the them middle. earlier and one of them later. Yeah. And it kind of messes it all up where, and maybe I got a mock draft to feel this out, but what would this team look like if I had gone uh, with that Gino and Joku route and just punted yeah. both of them? Like, would it be that much more? Like, if Gino is good as last year, then I'm probably looking okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you're not, you don't have the top five upside there, but you, you probably have you know, a good floor with Gino. Yeah, you get it like QB eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, food for thought. Things you got to play around with, I guess. Yeah. That's why you might got to get to work. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Perfect. Well, Will, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Um, again, next week, 10 team half point PPR to uh, mock out your league. Um, so yeah, join us then. And until then, trust your board.